This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The look of love. Jen and Brad reunited. Then a walk in the park with mom Meghan Markle, little Archie, and the two dogs. And the shocking attack on Meghan by her own father. Now they're turning it into a Walmart with a crown on it. And hoverboard dentist. The dentist on trial for pulling a patient's tooth while riding a hoverboard learns his fate. Were you surprised by the verdict? Then, disturbing video. A school seclusion room. The seven-year-old boy put in a headlock and forced to remain inside a tiny cinder block room. Then, all these women from the same family were told they had the gene that foreshadows breast cancer. It was very important to get that surgery done. Imagine their horror when they found out they may not have had to go under the knife. Mad. Enraged. And mystery solved. Who's the woman dancing at the White House? Plus, bomb cyclone. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, thanks for joining us. I'm Diane McInerney in today for Deborah. We are broadcasting today from our bureau in Los Angeles, not far from where the SAG Awards were held last night. Everyone is talking about how Brad Pitt stopped in his tracks to watch ex-wife Jennifer Aniston win her award before the two exes shared some very friendly moments together. Here's what you didn't see on TV. It happened backstage at the SAG Awards, moments after Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston both won big. 15 years after their divorce shocked America, they flashed dazzling smiles and she went in for a hug. Then Jen turned to leave and Brad caught her hand. Look at him hold her wrist, <laughs> delicately but knowingly. People think they look so good together. They look great together. This video shows more of the moment with the hand holding, looking more like a friendly send off. I gotta add this to my Tinder profile. <laughs> Brad had the star-studded crowd in stitches while accepting his Best Supporting Actor award for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Let's be honest, it was a difficult part. The guy who gets high, takes his shirt off, and doesn't get on with his wife. Was that a jab at his other ex-wife, Angelina Jolie? Or was he just poking fun at himself? In any event, Jen cheered him on from the audience. Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. The 50-year-old actress looked stunning in a clean white Dior gown when she won Best Actress for The Morning Show. What? Video captured a smiling Brad watching her acceptance speech backstage. The reunion wasn't over yet. Jen and Brad both attended the same Netflix after party. Another fashion standout, Scarlett Johansson in a deep v-neck green gown by Armani. 
Modern Family's Sarah Hyland didn't get raves for her barely there floral dress with a giant bow. And the kids from Stranger Things are really coming into their own. Four years after the show premiered, the young stars are looking all grown up. And what's Meghan Markle doing now that she's severed ties with the royal family? Well, she's just been spotted out with baby Archie doing something lots of moms do, taking the dogs out for a stroll. It's Meghan Markle with baby Archie out in public for the first time since making the deal to quit the royal family. Meghan was walking her two dogs in a park on Vancouver Island with nine-month-old baby Archie snuggled in a baby carrier. She smiled broadly and gazed lovingly at the little tyke during her morning stroll. Two bodyguards were close by. And we're learning more about how Meghan and Harry will earn a living now that they've quit the royal family. Megan is believed to be planning her own clothing line with her best pal, fashion designer Misha Nunu, who posted this cryptic message on social media. Hi guys, um, we are working on a very special collaboration and we want to hear from you what you think it might be. Many are speculating it's a blockbuster deal to turn Megan into a fashion mogul. There's also buzz that Megan and Harry will start a TV production company and produce shows for Netflix. One British newspaper is already calling them the Duke and Duchess of Netflix. The royal family are very concerned about Harry and Meghan being accused of cashing in on their association to the royal family or indeed monetizing the British monarchy. The decision that I have made for my wife and I to step back is not one I made lightly. Prince Harry defended Meghan in a dramatic speech at a charity event last night in London and tried to deflect blame for the historic royal rift away from her. The woman I chose as my wife upholds the same values as I do, and she does. And she's the same woman I fell in love with. CBS News foreign correspondent Charlie Dagada. Harry made very clear, by the way, that this is a decision that they both came to. This wasn't Meghan's decision. He didn't feel pressured by his wife. He, in all of the, the communications and speeches that he said, he said, my wife and I. So he's making very clear that this is a, a joint decision that they've made. Meghan's father, Thomas Markle, is also speaking out, and he's blaming her. Every young girl wanted to become a princess, and she got that, and they're destroying it. They're cheapening it, they're, they're making it shabby, uh, they're turning it into a Walmart with a crown on it. Thomas Markle once referred to the royal family as a cult, and yet suddenly now he's uh, upset that his daughter is apparently letting them down. So I think we have to take whatever the Markle family has to say with a pinch of salt. It brings me great sadness that it has come to this. Piers Morgan expressed the anger of many fans of the royal family. Oh, poor Harry! <laughs> Why do you have to act like that? Oh, because it's pathetic. It's not pathetic. And according to one report out of London, Prince Harry has boarded a flight to Canada to reunite with Meghan and baby Archie. It was video that shocked everyone who saw it. A dentist extracting a tooth while riding around on a hoverboard. Well, now it's time for him to appear before a judge to learn his fate. It's the day of judgment for the dentist who pulled a tooth while riding a hoverboard. Dr. Seth Lookhart caused outrage with this now infamous video. In court, the dentist's own attorney described that hoverboard video as absolutely stupid, while the prosecuting attorney called it a complete disregard for the safety of his patients. Lookhart was accused of sharing the video and joking, I don't really walk anymore, takes too much effort. The patient in the video was under anesthesia, 
When she became aware he pulled her tooth on a hoverboard, she called the stunt outrageous and crazy. Defense attorney Paul Stockler. And that video was played now nationally. Today's show, it was on Jimmy Kimmel. After a five-week trial in Anchorage, Alaska, where the dentist practices, the judge has just rendered his verdict. Guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Dr. Lookhart, do you have any comment? I tried to get 34-year-old Lookhart to open wide, so to speak. Were you surprised by the verdict? He wouldn't say a word. The hoverboard stunt wasn't the dentist's only problem. The judge found him guilty of fraud for the unnecessary sedation of patients to make money from Medicaid. The dentist chose to have a trial with just a judge and no jury. He is due to be sentenced in April, and he faces up to 10 years behind bars. We are in the dead of winter with storms hitting much of the country. But if you think the winter weather is bad where you are, check this out. It's a bomb cyclone, and the amount of snow is extraordinary. It just gets higher and higher and just won't quit. It's the largest one-day snowfall accumulation total since 1942. And since this took place in eastern Canada, that says a lot. 30 inches fell in a 24-hour period with drifts up to 15 feet. Oh, my God. Even the snowplows are having trouble getting through. Don't even think about going out. Imagine shoveling through this. Winds were clocked at 97 miles an hour. A state of emergency was declared, but this woman took it all in stride after making a major well, blunder. I left down the passenger window and was wondering why there was no snow around my car. Well, it's because I left the window open and all the snow is in the car. With the impeachment trial getting underway tomorrow in Washington, the nation is more divided than ever. But leave it to comedian Larry David to find the funny side of the great political divide. <laughs> sit down, sit down. He's not a Trump supporter, so why is comedian Larry David wearing a MAGA hat? To keep people away. You know what, actually, I think we'd prefer to sit at a table, please. It was a running joke on the season premiere of his HBO comedy, yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm. What? It's really coming in handy. Yeah, because no one's going to want to be anywhere near you. Exactly. It's, it's a great people repellent. Ugh. David, best known these days for his Bernie Sanders impersonation on SNL, wants to avoid human contact, so he puts on a MAGA hat, and the reaction in ultra-liberal Beverly Hills is what you'd expect. The MAGA hat has become a polarizing symbol in our divided states of America. This Manhattan gallery owner says he was beaten up for wearing a MAGA hat. And this guy says someone pulled a gun on him. He said, this is a good day for you to die. Nothing funny about that. But many Trump supporters wear them with pride. Meanwhile, we're learning the identity of the mystery woman seen dancing with the LSU football players at the White House last Friday. The college football champions celebrated their White House visit by making a dance video that quickly went viral. But who was the woman with all the right moves? Her name is Jemmy Bordelon. She's the wife of a former LSU player, and she's a mom of three. Go, Jemmy, go. In other news, they are women all from one family who found they carried the BRCA2 gene mutation and decided to have radical surgeries to prevent getting cancer. But then, years later, their lives were turned upside down when they got the shocking news that the preventive surgeries that they had may not have been necessary after all. Oh, I'm so glad. 
These women are all related. They also share something else in common. They all tested positive for the potentially deadly BRCA2 gene mutation. Everybody had it. It kind of felt like it was rampant in our family, like this is very serious. We all had mutation for developing breast cancer, ovarian cancer, pancreatic cancer, melanoma. melanoma. Jane Sitchell and her sisters, Judy and Carol, and their cousin Amy elected to have radical preventative surgeries. All the medical professionals were saying uh, there was a lot of pressure, like, you don't want to get ovarian cancer. Jane also had to have a heartbreaking conversation with her daughters, Katie and Trisha. We have to get our ovaries removed. It was a medically sound decision based on that initial positive test result showing they had an 84% increased risk of developing cancer. The professionals all said you're making the right decisions based on this report. You're, you're being proactive and we think that's the best choice. We didn't question the authenticity of the report. We took it as Bible. We all yeah. had the same recommendations reactions. and reactions from them that this was very serious. You need to do something about this right away. Katie Mathis had a double mastectomy and her ovaries removed. I didn't get to have another child and I'm dealing with body parts that don't feel like my own. My hormones are crazy because I'm going through menopause at a young age. Her sister Trisha also had a double mastectomy. Her soldier husband was stationed in Germany when she sent him photos of the surgery. He saw the pain that I went through and I, I would send him pictures of me recovering with tubes coming out of my body. Four years passed and what happened next came as a shock to all of them. It was a turn in the family drama that none of them ever expected. I think this un it's unprecedented. The women received a second report stating that they had the BRCA gene, but it was of unknown significance, not the 84% as previously thought. It was an enormous relief, but it quickly turned to anger. Mad. Enraged. Enraged. I feel like we've been lied to. At first, I think I was, I felt devastated. It ruined my life. The sisters who had what now seems to have been unnecessary double mastectomies say their reconstructive breast surgeries have left them asymmetrical. This is like way down here and this is way up high. I had some like lumpiness on this side and this side was lower than the other. So they t took fat and injected fat over the top. Um, to try to e make it look even. The family feels testing for the BRCA2 gene mutations is vital to saving women's lives. But they say labs need to do more to make sure tests are as accurate as possible. We want to make sure it doesn't happen to others. Yeah. 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 The lab told us that their test results are based on medical guidelines and the best available science at the time, adding that reclassifications are extremely rare and are made only after very careful consideration. The nation paused today to pay tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Here's how the late civil rights leader is being honored. Gospel music was the theme of rousing tributes as the nation honors Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. At the Brooklyn Academy of Music, the Brooklyn Interdenominational Choir raised its voice in song. The Harlem Gospel Choir sang to the heavens in a performance in New York City. Joyful tributes to the civil rights icon who would be 91 today. We'll be right back with much more after this.
next. Are Meghan and Harry bound for sunny Los Angeles? Then, disturbing video. A school seclusion room. The seven-year-old boy put in a headlock and forced to remain inside a tiny cinder block room. Then, college dance team with a dude. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. It's truly disturbing video of a child at school being put in what is called a seclusion room for a timeout. And now the boy's parents are furious. This disturbing video shows a seven-year-old boy, and he's been ordered to stay inside a so-called seclusion room. He approaches the school aide several times trying to get out. Each time she pushes him back. At one point, she pins his arm against the wall. The boy gives her a kick. Then the aide puts him in a headlock. And she just loses it. Beth Sandy said that her son was severely traumatized by his experiences in the seclusion room. For months, I couldn't hug my son. He didn't want to be touched. Like most seven-year-old boys, Staley has boundless energy. But Staley has been diagnosed with a severe case of ADHD. Hard to sit still, hard to take direction. His parents enrolled him in the Gages Lake School outside Chicago. It offers a tailored education to kids like Staley. Staley, you gotta get down. Beth knows her son's ADHD makes him difficult to handle. You gotta get down. But she says she had no idea why her son's behavior suddenly changed. He became much more withdrawn and didn't want to go back to school. I hate school, but I used to love it. The parents say they didn't know anything about the existence of a seclusion room until she saw this video. I was so upset. Staley is now being homeschooled. The state of Illinois is investigating possible abuse in more than 20,000 cases throughout the state involving students being placed inside seclusion rooms. Somebody should be held accountable. The school superintendent says an internal review showed procedures were not followed with the isolation room, and those videos were given to authorities. Still to come. Are Meghan and Harry bound for sunny Los Angeles? Then, college dance team with a dude. Could Prince Harry and Meghan Markle be heading here to Los Angeles? It is one place that royal watchers say they have their eyes on. There's growing speculation that Meghan and Harry will choose Los Angeles as their new home. Meghan grew up in L.A. Her mother, Doria Ragland, still lives here. Real estate agent to the stars, Josh Altman, says Beverly Hills is the perfect neighborhood for the young couple. We're at the top of Beverly Hills here. This is the best of the best. The views are the best. The privacy is the best. And if you're working in Hollywood, you're really only a 10-minute drive to anywhere you need to be. The exquisite $48 million property, located on a private cul-de-sac, offers incredible 180-degree views, a pool, and seven bedrooms. Another possibility is Malibu, according to published reports. Meghan and Harry are expected to split their time in North America with our neighbors to the north, Canada. Meghan has spent the last months at this secluded estate on Vancouver Island. Now she and Harry reportedly have their eye on this spectacular $36 million waterfront mansion along Vancouver's most exclusive neighborhood known as the Golden Mile. The mansion's tall hedges and 20-foot wall offer privacy from paparazzi. There's also interest in Toronto, where Meghan filmed the TV show Suits. My recommendation is this. Malibu and Beverly Hills are different on so many levels. 
why don't they not get that big of a house in Malibu and also double up and get something in Beverly Hills? That way you have the best of both worlds. And when we come back, meet the first guy to join a famous dance team. Finally for you, look who's joining the team. He's the dance machine who's breaking down barriers one step at a time. Devin Mallory is the first male dancer to join UCLA's nationally renowned dance team. Team captain Emily Lynn says Devin's the perfect fit. He is such an incredible dancer. He's so hardworking. And that is Inside Edition for today. We'll see you right back here next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.